0: Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday recap segment on the GFL podcast. A lot going on today between the election and the NFL trade deadline, and we got a hell of a show for you here today as well. Uh, Let's jump into it. We'll start with a recap from last week's matchups. I'll go through what my picks were and how I performed straight up and against the spread. And then we're gonna go and do a little bit of trade analyzing uh hand out some trade grades and I think that the middle of the week is or the middle of the season is a good time to do that uh here on week eight. I probably won't do anything with this week's trades, but anything from a week or more out uh we'll go ahead and give a grade to. Anyway, let's start off at the top here. Uh, Steel-handed Stingray versus Verve Snow. Uh, I put a line of steel-handed by 20 on that, and they won and covered. Uh, That one, I mean, there was not a whole lot of action there. Verve Snow ended up putting up 55. He just, nobody came to play on that team. Uh, It was kind of in hand later Sunday night, and yeah, not a whole lot uh, of action there. Uh, next one is N Giggles versus The Shits. That one, I had N Giggles originally, and then I said if Jamal was playing to check back and that I would take The Shits. Uh, and The Shits ended up having Jamal and winning that one. Uh, so that's 2-0 for me, and 2-0 and against The spread. Uh, this one looks like it was pretty tight the whole way. Uh, the DK Metcalf in the afternoon was really the turning point for the Shits. Uh, nice day from DJ Dallas for N Giggles. We'll see if that's his only week or if he's got another one of those in him. But Shits bring themselves to four and four, and N Giggles bring themselves uh, down to four and four. Uh, seems to be a logjam. I think there was eight teams in the league that are currently sitting at five and three or four and four. Uh, so a lot of action coming ahead. Uh, next matchup is CTBR versus Smooth Sailing. I had CTBR uh, with uh, favored by seven in that one. They ended up winning by eighteen. So that would be three and zero and three and zero against the spread. So far, uh, smooth sailing. Pretty much punched their ticket to the bastard uh, consolation playoffs. They're at two and six now. CTBR at five and three. Uh, this matchup was somewhat close, but the uh, the fire starter was the Mahomes and Tyreek duo. Uh, went for forty one and twenty one in the early afternoon against the Jets. Uh, That one wasn't hard to predict, but that kind of buried smooth sailing. Hi there, breaking in with an update on the Germantown Manhunt that has garnered national attention and is capturing the attention of the community and the surrounding areas here. I'm sure most of you heard the updates over the weekend where it seemed like he was sticking mostly to his elderly M.O., He was caught first outside of a PT clinic that specializes in hip replacements. And then he followed that up with a 4.40 p.m. uh, indecent showing outside of an Applebee's trying to get the early dinner rush. The one that really left us reeling over the weekend and seemed to be a departure from this M.O. and was particularly malicious was the one, of course, that happened at the grade school. Uh, the good news, and, or the breaking news here, is that the authorities have their first real piece of evidence uh, besides the atrocious bleached blonde mustache, uh, and that is that he seems to have a catchphrase. that has been pointed out by many of the witnesses and corroborated by others. Uh, this sick fuck usually says, Boomin'. Uh, at least once, uh, a lot of times, multiple times as he's performing these acts. Uh, keep this in mind and uh, stay safe out there, Germantown. Next on our list, we got Robbie Lexington and Herbert with uh, Pounding on Double Barrel. That one I had Robbie as a four-point favorite, so that's 4-0 straight up and 4-0 and against the spread uh this one was just a, a massacre i mean the delvin cook situation in green bay was pretty brutal for any packer fans and even worse for double barrel that'll bring double barrel down a little bit closer to the pack he's still in sole possession of first at six and two and robbie likes joins the uh the pack in the middle at four and four Next up on the list, we have John versus Hulkamania. Uh, this one I had Hulk favored as a 2.5 favorite. He ended up losing by four. So that'll bring me down to four and one straight up and four and one against the spread. Uh, this was a tight one. Uh, came down to Monday night. Uh, Mike Evans did cash in a touchdown, but just could not do enough to overcome. Uh, let's see here. Looks like mostly Philadelphia's defense John. John. Uh, this was another really pretty atrocious matchup. Uh, both scores in the 70s. Uh, a lot of wind in the NFL this week. A lot of low scores around the league. Two of them in the 70s is pretty brutal. Uh, that is a bad matchup, but a good win for John, who needed one, uh, especially knowing the Kittle news now. And Last but not least, our tightest matchup of the week: William Wallace and Taxman. I had Taxman favored by seven and a half, so that'll be another loss straight up and against the spread. So uh, four and two weeks straight up, not bad. But four and two against the spread is pretty good. Uh, hopefully, you guys got your uh, bookies on those lines. Uh, this one came down right down to it on Monday night. William Wallace needed Tom Brady. To get, I think, about 16 on Monday night playing against the hapless Giants. Uh, it looked like a foregone conclusion, but the Giants were hanging tight and it looked like Taxman was going to hang on. And then this happened. Steve Levy on the call. All right, that'll do it for our week eight recap. Now we're going to move on to analyzing the trades throughout the year. Once again, I won't analyze anything in the last week. Give those a little time to marinate. Uh, But we'll get right into that uh, after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Gay Hulk here, professional trade analyzer. Anytime two guys come to an agreement, I want to be there to analyze them. I mean, it. So if you're ever hanging out with a friend or your boyfriend or whoever else and you both want to be analyzed, just give me a call at 1-800-G-A-Y-H-U-L-K. and we're back and seeing as how we are halfway through the season i wanted to go back and look at the trades and hand out some trade grades i don't know if it's the pandemic if it's the uh, getting rid of the keeper rule or maybe i'm just misremembering but this year seems to be the most active i've seen on the trade wire in, in a long time if not ever uh, so we'll start at the beginning here. Go back to the draft night trade where Robbie Lexington and her Bert moved up to grab Delvin Cook. Uh, traded with the steel-handed Stingray, and that one, especially after last week, is looking like a pretty nice move for Robbie Lexington and her Bert at the end of the round. Steel handed Stingray ended up grabbing uh Kenyon Drake and then Josh Jacobs wrapping back around, but uh Delvin Cook's head and shoulders above those two at this point. So I will give Robbie Likeson and her Bert a B for that trade, and I'll give steel handed Stingray uh a C minus uh for uh well, it looks to be a below-par draft. Uh, next trade we have is CTBR acquires Tyler Higby, and Double Barrel acquires C.D. Lamb. I don't think Higby contributed at all after that week. Yeah, that was after his three-touchdown game, and he hasn't scored since, and he's been dropped. Um, I'm going to have to give CTBR... A C minus on that one. Um C D Lamb had a couple of good weeks, but he's been pretty bad since Dak went out. But he logged a couple points for double barrel, and Double Barrel didn't give up anything to get him. I'll I'll give that a, a B minus for Double Barrel. Moving on, we got Verb Snow and N Giggles. N Giggles acquired Darius Slayton. And Verb snow acquired Josh Kelly. I don't believe any of those guys have done. Looks like Darius Slayton had 12 one week after that, and Josh Kelly hasn't done anything uh even with the Eckler injury uh i'll I'll just give them both a C there. That's a pretty meaningless trade doesn't doesn't really affect anything. Next up on October fourteenth, CTBR acquired Julio Julio Jones and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Just came on last week, and Robbie likes it in there. Bert took uh, James Robinson and Mike Williams. I like that trade for both teams. James Robinson's been pretty nice. Uh, Yeah, he had an eleven point after that, and then even though. Robbie Lex Burt traded on me out of 27 after that. And I think Julio's had a couple of nice weeks here, too. Yeah, he certainly has. Ayuk's um, coming on a little bit, and Mike Williams is a nice flex option, uh, if you don't mind the low floor. I'll say uh, double B's on this. You know, both of them are going to get a B. I think it's a nice trade, helped both teams. Next on the list, same day, we got Robbie Lexaner-Bert. Oh, this was Robbie Lexaner-Bert's big trade day. Uh, Prop runk. Uh, Traded for Alexander Madison and Deontay Johnson, and he gave up Le'Veon Bell. Now, Le'Veon Bell on the Chiefs, I think is a little bit better option than the Jets, but he's not getting a ton of looks. Uh, Madison had that one week... Fill in. let me see what he did there for thirteen, so he at least got one good week out of Madison. Deontay Johnson seems to be more headache than anything uh, not starting him when he should and going down like within the first quarter of a few games i'm gonna i'm gonna say that one actually hurt Robbie likes or Bert, uh slightly I'll give him a c minus and I'll give a c plus to uh, William Wallace. And then Herbert's final trade of the day. Uh Kirk Cousins and he traded away Jerry Judy. Uh, it's pretty meaningless. Not even really worth the trade grade. Uh, next trade on October 20th, we got double barrel taking Justin Herbert. And CTBR gets T.Y. Hilton. Uh, double barrel with Herbert there. That's uh, really nice. I'll I'll say. A minus, I mean that guy's been on fire and T. Y. Hilton kinda sucks. Uh the only thing keeping him from his A is now Rudy got that sweet team name on him, and you could show or you could see that it hurt uh double barrel this week as they got just fuck pounded. Uh Robbie Lex and Herbert was all in that dome. Uh but still Herbert wasn't the reason for the loss, just like he hasn't been the reason for the Chargers losses. I'll give Double Barrel an A minus, and CTBR acquiring Ty Hilton, uh, for a, I think it's a backup quarterback, so not really a big deal, but I'll, I'll give him a C minus. All right, my producer is staring lasers through me. Uh, I got to get out here, but I'll pick this back up after the jump. Hey, pussy. Yeah, you without the chick. I'm Justin Ruzinski, and I'm going to tell you how to stop being a loser. Three years ago, I was a loser just like you. I would only been married once. Now I've been married three times and I'm here to tell you the secret of my success. It's truck nuts. Buy some aluminum balls and hang them from the back of your truck so chicks know you're a badass. And the best time to buy is right now. We have a special going. Buy one set of truck nuts for $69.99. And I'll throw in a truck vagina for free. That way your lady can know she's a badass, too. Just pay separate shipping and handling. Truck nuts! And we're back. And we're up to the first ever three-team trade pulled off in the GFL between CTBR, William Wallace, and Smooth Sailing. This was one I was a little nervous to get into with all the transactions, but I was watching... DaVinci Code the other night, and I was feeling savvy and dove right in. So it was a 16-transaction trade, uh, not 17. It was, was reported falsely by some other networks. 16-transaction uh, trade between CTBR, William Wallace, and Smooth Sailing. I will go through just team by team here and give their grades. So CTBR gave up Melvin Gordon III, Gallup and Ayuk, those are two solid contributors and uh, one in Gallup that's kind of falling out of favor there. Uh, and in return, he got Michael Thomas, who has not played since that trade. Uh, kind of bad luck there, but at the end of the day, he traded away two guys for somebody who's not playing. Uh, Once Michael Thomas comes back, he should resume at least a wide receiver one, maybe back-end role. Uh, It's assuming he comes back. I will give CTBR a D-plus for this trade. Uh, Could turn around, though, uh, especially with where that team is in the standings. Could really turn around nicely for him. William Wallace gave up DeAndre Swift and Debo Samuel for Ayuk and Hunt. Uh, That is looking really nice right now, especially after Swifts last week. Uh, Debo's been hurt. Hunt's been a beautiful fill-in for him while Chubb's on by, and Ayuk just had a nice week. I'll give William Wallace an A- there. Now on Smooth Sailing, who gave up Michael Thomas and Kareem Hunt, and he got a treasure trove back of MG3. DeAndre Swift, Debo, and Gallup. Um, Actually, not really a treasure trove. He actually kind of lost that trade uh, as it stands. DeAndre Swift had one good week, but last week was pretty concerning. Debo probably comes back in short order. Gordon's been fine. I'll I'll give uh, smooth sailing a C. Uh, Not too sure on that. Moving on, we got Robbie Lexington and Herbert trades away James Robinson and Tyler Lockett. This was a bit of a blockbuster to Steel-Handed Stingray and gets back OBJ, who got hurt immediately, and Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Jacobs, obviously, was the real prize of that one, and he had a nice week this week. I will say Robbie Lexington and Herbert Gets a C-plus there and steel-handed stingray. I will give uh, A-minus, too. Next on the list is Taxman acquiring Todd Gurley and David Montgomery for Devontae Adams. Uh, This is pretty clearly, especially with the running back depth, to me this is pretty clearly a smooth sailing A uh, just to acquire that type of player, especially when you're not really losing a whole lot of starting capabilities from your running back. I mean that's a easy A there. Devontae Adams, Buster, at least top two or three wide receivers in the league, depending where you got D hop and uh Metcalf at this point. Uh Taxman, he did get two running two starting running backs back. Uh Todd Gurley looks to be pretty solid this year. You know, not quite back to form, but that's definitely a nice player to have. Uh, David Montgomery, I mean, the the human forward, Neil, is obviously not talented at all, but with the amount of carries and touches he gets, you know, that's not not a bad option either. Uh, I'll say Taxman gets a B- there. I uh, never want to trade away Devontae Adams, but he did get a nice haul back. Next trade on the list is Kenny Galladay to Smooth Sailing and Verve Snow with DeAndre Swift. Um, That one went absolutely haywire last week with DeAndre Swift doing next to nothing and Galladay checking out in the first quarter, I think it was, or really early. He didn't do anything in that game. Um, I will give... Uh D plus to both of them. Uh trade didn't really help anybody, hurt them both. And let's see here. My Yahoo's acting up. I think the only other trade left was AJ Dillon to the commissioner and Steel and Stinger again Michael P Ryan back in. Uh giving up AJ Dillon was pretty much nothing. And Ryan. Didn't do much either. He was just using a trade, so Uh, I'll say C C-plus there for steel-handed. Didn't give up anything. Got a little bit of value Uh, for the commish. He ended up trading back for a Ryan, and he got nothing. I'm going to have to go D-minus for the commish there. Uh, Let's keep those trades going, gentlemen. It's been a fun year so far. Got the deadline, I believe, is two weeks out. Uh, So keep it moving. Keep it spicy. I'll see you later in the week. Outro.